this a metal thing? Yes. to Horror Movie Talk. I'm Sydney Lee, your creepy hostess with the mostess, and with me are Bryce Hansen, professor of lore and horror, and Max Allen, doctor of spooky wookie. We're back to our roots and better than ever exclusively reviewing horror movies. New theatrical releases always get priority, but we also review older horror movies, both good and horrible. Make sure you rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. Full video available on YouTube. Share this podcast with your mother, your grandmother, your great-grandmother, her dog, her dog's aunt, her dog's aunt's cousin, anyone who can listen. Give them a link and a speaker. Also, check out pa- check out patreon.com slash horrormovietalk, the equivalent of the adult section at your video rental store. If you want to add your pee to the community pool, should we, go to uh, horrormovietalk.com or call 682-253-4468 and leave us a voicemail. We'd love to hear from you. Um, so we've got a great show today. We'll be reviewing VHS. Um, we'll start out by giving a brief review and our score for the movie. We score on a scale of 1 to 10. After we give our score, we'll get into spoilers and take a deeper dive into what we liked and hated about the film. Later, we'll be doing a kind of variation on taglines, but um, I'm doing match the tagline to the movie. So horror movie taglines, and I'm going to give you the tagline, and you're going to have to tell me what movie it's from. Mm. Which, by looking at horror movie taglines, they could literally be about any movie. Like, they're very nonspecific, so I think it'll be kind of hard. Um, I'm excited. (laughs) Um, So VHS can be found on Hulu, Peacock, Tubi, and a bunch of other places. It's free on a lot of places. Um, But yeah, so let's get into it. Um, Sorry, I think you. I think you might have cut out. We we were gonna thank our new patrons. Oh. Um, So. Wow! Did I cut all of this out? Oops. No, you were talking, but I think you were frozen on our screen, so it was silent. And we were like, let's thank the patrons. And you were just like, kept going. So. Oh, okay. sorry. <laughs> awesome. Okay, let's do that. Um, so, yeah, Kristen G., uh, Tori, and Nick Nisquana. Nisquana. All, all became a member, as well as Sherry V. So thank I you, you everyone v. that's that's been joining it really helps us out like uh more than you realize like it's uh we want to get back up to 100 patrons 100 active members um we were there before and we, we're trying to rebuild and, and bryce uh, needs this to become his full-time job or he's gonna have yeah. a meltdown soon so <laughs> my children need wine <laughs> okay oh and don't um, forget uh Roybot and megan too um thank you guys thank you Roybot. Okay, let's move on. Sorry for interrupting. Yeah, so no, I can't believe I didn't hear you. Terrible movie. Shut up, Max. Okay. Um, 
All right. The synopsis of VHS. Um, four petty criminals who film their violent crimes are strapped for cash, so they find a job to break into a creepy old house and steal a mysterious VHS tape. Get it? Like the movie title? Um, once they're inside, they slowly realize that this excursion might not be worth the money, as there is a dead man waiting for them in front of a wall of TVs and about a hundred tapes to go through. As they watch them, we see the tapes from their point of view and get to see what scares are in store every step of the way. So, my review of VHS. Um, so, VHS is a 2012 film with nine directors, the most notable being Ty West of X and Pearl, David Bruckner, The Ritual, The Night House, um, Adam Wingard, You're Next, Matt Bedinelli, Alpin, and Tyler Gillette, who co-directed Ready or Not and um, the 2022 Scream. Um, there's a few more, too. But this gaggle of directors come together to launch their careers through five different tapes plus the main backdrop storyline to create a classic anthology film that sparked a franchise. This movie is included in the mumblecore movement of the late aughts and early tens and perhaps is the most famous to come out of the genre. I've seen this film no less than six times, and while I rewatched it for this episode, I realized that I knew it so well that I probably didn't have to watch it again to recount it beat by beat and give it a score. To me, Aww. this is a modern horror classic. I really enjoy this movie. I love how it switches from a slow, boring creep, slow burn creep out to a ghost story to a slasher and so on. I think it's a great movie to get you into horror. It's a great movie to revisit. I think it's a great movie, period. I'm thoroughly entertained through every part of it, and even though not every tape is my favorite, I think all of it is very effective as a scary movie, and I love the ambiguous ending. To quote my boyfriend when I told him what movie we were reviewing this week, oh, so it's a true Sid classic. It might be nostalgia, it might be the genotype, but whatever it is, I really love this movie, and I'm giving it a 9 out of 10. So what say you, people? <laughs> oh. A nine out of ten for this piece of garbage? I can't believe that. Jesus. I mean, uh, first of all, I hate anthology movies. I think oh, I just okay. I've never thought they were interesting. They never give enough time to any plot for them to be good. Um but this one is especially bad. This is I think my third time watching this movie. The first time I watched it, and I thought it was dumb, but I gave it, like, I was thinking it's like a 4 out of 10, I guess, at that point. Um, and then I heard that the second one had some good ones, so I went in to watch the second VHS. But the whole time I'm thinking, this movie's familiar. Have I seen the second VHS? No, it was just the first one again. I accidentally watched the first one again. Um, <laughs> and I I was so mad when I learned that. And then I watched it l last night. And wow, it just gets worse every time I watch it. Oh my the God. acting is horrible. The characters <laughs> are terrible people that I don't care if they live or die. Not there's no time to like in the few parts that are good. Like I think that the last two are are pretty good, but there's just no time for it to fill out and actually be something. It's just a nothing. So I'm gonna give it a three out of ten. Wow, <laughs> big discrepancy. What do you say, Bryce? Yeah, it's I. I guess. Um, yeah, I'm not a huge fan of anthologies either. Um, like, I think. Um, I don't know. Like, we've we've reviewed Trick or Treat and uh, Creep Show. I think out of these three, I'd probably choose Creep Show just from the. 
aesthetic and the kind of wackiness of it is is a lot more fun. Um, I think um, there there's some like um, leeway you need to give to shorts because you're not going to have a lot of time for character development. It, it has to be a little more on the nose with the dialogue to like just set up the you know the stuff. There's got to be a lot of just very very obvious exposition at the very beginning like see i don't agree with that because i've seen amazing shorts yeah yeah okay fair enough um (laughs) the writing was was pretty cringy the acting's not great um it it is a little too on the nose um some there were some good ones in here and i think the ones that stand out are the ones where the the directors and writers have gone on to have good careers um so the uh, first one and the what was it and the last one are kind of the standouts to me um so there's amateur night that's the one with the three friends um who rented mm-hmm. the hotel room um and then the last one with the haunted house and like ritual um 103198 is that what it's called yeah. I did like the fir- the last one I liked the last one last one is my favorite um yeah. out of all of them so that one that that last one was uh written and directed by Radio Silence which is like a a collective of uh, a couple different directors. There's Matt uh, Bettinelli, Olpin, Tyler Gillette, uh, Justin Martinez, and Chad Valela. So they're they've all kind of gone on and made some good stuff. I think they were involved in the Scream remakes. Yeah, and, yeah, I mentioned that in the review. Yeah, and the Night House, and um, they've done some other ones together. Oh, and ready or not. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I mean, they've made some bangers. Yeah. Um and a couple of these just kind of fall flat, which is kind of what happens in an anthology movie. But it wasn't terrible, wasn't great. I'd I'd give it a four out of ten for me. Wow. Yeah. See, it's funny because I have been to the listeners who don't know, I've been asking to do this movie for like weeks and uh-huh. I was I'm honestly glad that I was the one that took charge of this episode because I like mm-hmm. it so much. So whoever is listening that really likes this movie, and whoever is will like sympathize with me, and whoever is listening that hates this movie will sympathize with you guys. So mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe this is a like considered a a classic or like a, a staple because it's it's I don't know. I've already said what I think about it, so. I mean, I guess, like, I don't know if it's actually considered a classic. I just think, I think that it is because I've watched well, it so many times. I, I feel like I've heard about it enough and people talk about it enough to be considered a classic. I mean, it's it's not very old. Well, it's is there, got, like, it's amount got of a bunch years of sequels. That... It's, it's, it's yeah. a franchise at this point, so. Yeah, there's, like, five of them. And, like, people are saying that the newer ones, I think one came out last year. It was, like, VHS 84 or something. Or, like, VHS viral. I don't know. I've only seen the first two, um, and I don't even remember the second one. So, But I've heard that, like, the newer sequels are really good. I don't know. I'm not a big sequel person 
anyways. I kind of like like four so. of them, and okay. I think all of the ones I've seen I liked more than this one. Wow. Mm. Okay. So maybe I need to check them out because if I like this one so much, then I'll probably love the newer ones. Did the other ones actually like stay consistent with the premise? <laughs> Well, they, I feel like they dive deeper. On VHS? Um, no. That was one of the things that no. bothered me was like, half of these films are digital. Like, yeah. half of these films are, there's one that's like a Zoom call. I'm like, that's not, why, you'd have to like bend over backwards to get that on a VHS tape. Anyways. Well, in VHS viral, it turns into like a internet thing at the mm -hmm. end, so. Oh, Okay, that makes sense. Spoilers for VHS Viral. If you oh, didn't no. guess from the name of the movie, it mm -hmm. is, internet is involved. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, well, if you are listening to these commercials, you know you shouldn't have to. Because if you go to patreon.com slash horror movie talk, you can get ad-free episodes right when we edit them, usually before um, they release to the public. We have all the after pods, which is basically a completely separate podcast where we talk about whatever. We have bonus content. Matt, ha Matt, <laughs> Max has written a story that he's posted. Um, you should go check that out. But yeah, um, the Patreon, even at $2 a month, will be great in supporting us. If you start at $5 a month, um, you'll start getting all the bonus content and it goes up from there. But, you know, we... We would love to have you over there. It's a fun little community that we got going on, and we want more of you to join us. Um, and we also have the HMT shop where you guys can get all your merch, um, comfy sweatshirts, comfy T-shirts. You can support us, stickers, whatever you might want to get. Go check that out on our website. Um, also... You got to check out our resident artist, Dustin Goebel. He's a professional artist who fucks hard. He also takes commissions for artwork from HMT fans. So just let him know that we sent you. You can contact him on Instagram at dgoebel00, which is D-G-O-E-B-E-L-0-0. And you can make your artistic dreams come true. Um also, again, our voicemail line is 682-253-4468. So leave us a voicemail, talk to us, and you could be on one of our episodes. Um, so thanks again for listening. Let's get into spoilers. All right. Um, let's start off with what our favorite tape was and what our least favorite tape was. So you guys go first. Um, <clears throat> I think the last one was probably the strongest. Um, but the I don't know. The first one was a was a real close contender. Actually, you know what? No, I I actually like. Even with its flaws, I think I like the the first one better. Uh, the one oh, with really? the three, the ones that rented the hotel room and were trying to get laid. That is the, so uh, shocking to me. With the demon, <laughs> I hate That's that like, one. That one's like, I just like the premise more. Like mm -hmm. the the demon, you know, creepy creepy girl. Like that's, I don't know. I I just like that premise more. 
and like the ending of that is probably the funnest part of the movie <laughs> um but yeah the, in terms of like content and like writing and acting that one's probably one of the most cringy ones um but i don't know it worked for me i think my least favorite was i don't know the the third one the one in the woods was just seemed a little lazy yes like, all right yes yeah i agree i i agree with that the worst one is the one in the woods and i think it's the acting that does it for me like every actor in that one is horrible just absolutely really terrible um so and the lines were goofy and the premise didn't really do anything for me it was like a, it was like a, a bad version of the invisible man <laughs> oh uh, fuck not the woods nothing good ever happens in the woods <laughs> i'm trying to find it reminded me of um wrong turn like that that kind of acting um it's a little a little too obvious it felt very like 90s for some reason yeah my favorite was definitely the last one i think what did it for me was just the the group of guys i think that they did a great job of portraying what like a a, a normal friend group of dudes is like mm -hmm. um i feel like a lot of movies kind of lean too hard into like dudes like pranking each other and like calling each other names and like being kind of mean um but these guys just seemed like they were like goofy dudes hanging out and having a great time and it i felt like i could actually relate to that and so for that reason i i liked the last one yeah i agree with um i agree with you max um yeah the last one is my favorite for those reasons and also just like them going to the wrong house and then just thinking it's a haunted house because it's Halloween is like really it's like scary but it's also funny and you can tell like the cameraman is like kind of realizing slowly more than the other people that it's not what it seems but yeah also I mean I agree with both of you the third one the acting's terrible I think like the the main girl Wendy is just like so annoying she's like you guys are gonna die in here and then she's it's just so over the top it really reminded me which I like this movie but it reminded me of the house of wax with Paris Hilton like I love when they house go to the wax. woods I love that movie I think it's great um and like the acting's definitely better in that movie but it like the premise kind of reminded me of it just like them being in the woods and like not knowing what's going on and like you know all that stuff but yeah that one is the weakest it's like it could have been cool like a guy who can't be filmed or like killed seemingly is like a cool premise but like the way that they set it up it was just i feel like that was something that could be explored in like a full film and i think that that's what the constraint was and also like get better actors is it supposed to be so goofy like i don't know well it's funny the 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 actors in the last segment were actually the directors so that was the what do they call themselves the silent radio silence. radio silence so yeah so that was uh chad valela matt patinella olpin and tyler tyler gillette like all those guys are also the director so they're just they work together all the time so there probably are just an actual friend group <laughs> yeah probably comes off as and that makes genuine. sense i mean it's surprising that 
the directors somehow were better actors than the actors in this movie but <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. yeah um but yeah so basically if you if someone hasn't seen this movie um the premise of it is that like it starts with someone taping over their sex tape um to film them chasing a woman in a parking lot and pulling her shirt up to reveal her boobs boo um, yeah yeah, I gotta Thumbs say, down. you know, when you said this is a good introduction to horror, I'd have to disagree because I invited my 11-year-old daughter <laughs> to watch no. this with me, sight unseen, and the first, like, shot is you did not. a sexual assault. I'm like, all right, maybe not, honey. Maybe you should go to bed. <laughs> oh, had you not seen this? I had not seen it oh, at all. So I was shit. like, I was like Bryce, oh, yeah, you let like your daughter anthology. watch VHS? <laughs> Only the first scene with the where a woman assault. gets sexually assaulted <laughs> yes. and yeah, yeah, yeah. her shirt is lifted up. I mean, yeah. the rest of the movie, like besides like the first tape, I say I would say is like appropriate for like uh, no way, not really. No. There's every a ton single, of sexual every content. Every single there male character in this movie is like so horny all the time and will do whatever it takes to a get of, a girl yeah. naked on camera every single character and it's so annoying why is that a theme through every single video it's like why are these guys so obsessed with it it's it's more they talk about that more than any horror actually goes on in in this yeah movie. so let's see the first one is very obvious because well okay so the overall main story has like the sexual assault and then the taped over sex tape the first tape um is about getting laid yeah they have these like glasses that have a camera in them and they give it to like seemingly the nerdiest most awkward of their friend group and they're like you're gonna get laid tonight and you're gonna film yeah. it he seems pretty reluctant but then he's like fuck it i'm gonna do it and so I'm trying, to, I'm trying to go through them and see how many of them have just like a strong sexual element yeah, that so, one definitely there is like yeah, basically that's the main there's, story. there's sexual assault in that one too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um the second honeymoon um is what the second tape is called, and that's about the married couple and the guy's trying to convince her to do a sex tape. So there's another yeah. one. Yep. Um the the Tuesday the seventeenth, which is the, the third tape, <laughs> is they go into the woods and that's all about getting laid. The whole everyone. Everyone well, and the guy keeps to asking to borrow the camera so he can follow the other chick around. And... Right. Yep. And then um, the fourth one is called The Sick Thing That Happened to Emily When She Was Younger. Um, she shows her tits in that one. And two girls show their tits in that one. Two girls show their tits. Um, and then the last one is probably the least sexual one. Did that, Was there anything sexual in the last one? No, Not I don't think so, which I actually found very refreshing. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a very strong... It was not a good film to uh, invite my daughter to, so... <laughs> I think that I watched this by myself for the first time, and then I told my dad that it was good and i think i watched it with him or it could have been the other way around <laughs> i mean this came Ugh. out when i was 13 i didn't watch it that year um even though i had already watched horror movies but mm -hmm. i mean it's funny because like since i've talked about it before me shout out my dad we watch horror movies together all the time we have for like 12 years but like i 
there are a lot of horror movies where he's like, oh, I want to watch this movie with you. I haven't seen it yet. It looks really good. And then, like, there's going to be a sex scene somewhere. So mm-hmm. it's just been a constant thing with, like, me and him watching movies where we'll, it'll just happen and then we'll just be like, so how was your day, like, during it? Um, but now, obviously, it's, it's you know, I'm an adult, so it's it's a little bit easier, but... Yeah, when I was See, younger, as an adult, so I would never sit down next to my parents and watch yeah. a, a movie with a sex scene. Never in my life. Really? No. I've watched a lot of movies with my dad that it's like, I mean, obviously it's not something I want to happen, but like it, it happens when you watch horror movies. So I'm at this point, I'm just kind of desensitized to it. <laughs> um, yeah, I watch it. I watch it with my mom. and I'm like, that's not how I would do it. Um, Max, like we, we were both, both grew up Mormon. How strict were your parents on rated R movies? Uh, pretty strict. And I remember when I was like really young, like before I, I like 10 and under my parents would watch rated R movies and we had them in the house. And then all of a sudden a switch flipped and they like made a big deal about how they're throwing away all their rated R movies and they're done with them. And my mom would be like, whenever I would ask to watch a rated R movie, she'd be like, you know, some of my favorite movies were rated R, but we just made it a decision that we're not going to do that anymore. So I don't think you should. And I would anyways, but um, (laughs) I'd have to be sneaky about it. (laughs) Yeah, my parents were pretty lax on on rated R movies. Like, it was one of those differentiators with with our family because, yeah, it's a weird thing in the culture where it's like you don't watch rated R movies, even though that's not specifically what said. I think that's becoming um, less and less of a thing though. It was yeah. really strong for a while. Yeah. But uh yeah, I think I remember like I was trying to track down like what the the first rated R movie I saw was and I remember it as Red Heat. And then I looked up when Red Heat came out. And it was 1988. So I would have been like 6. <laughs> Whoa! I I feel like I remember seeing it in the theater though. Is the, is the thing? There's no way. So, but I'm pretty sure like I uh, there was like a time where uh, maybe it wasn't Red Heat, but I'm almost guarantee it was Red Heat. Where my dad's like, "Yeah, we're gonna go see a radar movie. Does Does anyone want to go? Or uh, does anyone want to see this with us?" And I was like, "I'll go." And it's just an action movie. It's a Schwarzenegger action movie. It's like a buddy cop movie with Schwarzenegger and um uh what's his name? Jim Belushi. Yeah. And so yeah, it was it was like a part of my life, but it was always like as long as it's just violence, you know, it's not that bad. Mm-hmm. If there's if there's sex in it, I'm like no, you shouldn't be watching sex. So every time I'd watch a movie that I like. It was uncanny. My parents would walk in during the sex scene. You know, like, <laughs> it what always are you has watching? to happen like that. <laughs> yeah, like even on TV, they had like this sixth sense of like, is there sex happening right now? Like, I'm, or is there sex going to happen in the next like five seconds? I better walk into this room, <laughs> and like, yeah, it's uh mortifying every time it happens because you're like you're enjoying what you're watching and you're like mm, please don't say anything and inevitably like 
my dad would be like, "Are you sure you should be watching this?" I'm like, Fuck. Yeah, that's a classic. Is this? Are you sure that this is uh, up to your standards? Uh, my dick is saying yes, Dad. Um, <laughs> See, yeah. when I was um, obviously the first rated R movie I watched was Saw when my dad showed it to me. But at that same time, my mom, like at my mom's house, she didn't want me watching stuff that was like rated R. Like obviously she couldn't control what my dad did, but she put parental. I had a TV in my room when I was in sixth grade. I got it, and my mom put parental controls on it. Um, like, you know, anything above like PG-13 was locked with a passcode. It was a four-digit passcode. So I was like, huh, I wanted to watch Jersey Shore in sixth grade and it was locked. And I was like, I wonder what the passcode is. I guessed her birthday and it was right. (laughs) And so (laughs) it was about two days that lasted with me having parental controls until I was like, why don't I just try October 10th? So and like then 10, you were 10. ruined forever. Hey, mm. I think my dad's birthday is October 10th. Really? Oh my god. <sighs> I think so. I don't, I don't know for sure. I mean, who knows? <laughs> Switched at birth. Um, <laughs> okay, but yeah. So this movie is very raunchy in a bad way um, because every guy is trying to force a girl to do something against her will. Like the underlying tape being taped over is. Um, like a hidden camera sex tape where she's like what the fuck are you doing why are you recording then we have the sexual assault in the beginning but like it also sets up that these guys are just pieces of shit they're like wrecking an abandoned house and then they're like I don't know it's kind of like the dialogue is kind of like you can't really understand it very much but basically they get like hired which was in the synopsis on like IMDB they get hired to steal this VHS tape from this house that's like gonna make them a lot of money for some reason and they get to the house and it's like there's nothing in the house except for one room with a dead guy question mark and uh, like 10 TVs all with static on them and there's a bunch of tapes and they're like the tape's not here the tape's not here so they say you stay there's four of them they're like you stay in this room and watch the tapes and we're gonna go in the basement so a couple guys go in the basement and look around and they find more tapes down there but then like the first tape starts and um yeah it's a guy with glasses they go with recorded glasses they go out um drinking and they're trying to like pick up girls so the guy with the glasses picks up a girl who's like really creepy at the bar she has big bug eyes and she's just whispering like i like you and he's like Mm -hmm. okay whatever man um cool let's go home together and then another guy picks up a girl but the one of the guys doesn't so they go back and the guy not with the bug-eyed girl is like hooking up with that girl she ends up passing out and he's still trying to get her clothes off and then he gets really mad when the other guy on the couch is like she's passed out dude like you gotta stop and he's like oh my god so he like steals the bug-eyed girl and then Mm -hmm. they try to have like a threesome but then the guy with the glasses like freaks out because it's weird and then well technically i think they're trying to get a foursome going on which you know Okay, never mind. <laughs> what? Yeah, say, what gonna... say what you're going to say. Say it. No, that's all right. <laughs> it's like, it would be difficult, but it is possible. I'm, I'm pretty sure. 
Um, I mean, it would have to be a little gay. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, stuff would touch. That's homophobic or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> but it would have to be, and they like I. I mean, they were gonna fuck in the same room with one of their friends just watching them. So I guess mm-hmm. they don't really care. Um, maybe they are a little gay. I'm not homophobic. Um, but, uh, so yeah, so the girl, the bug-eyed girl. Yeah, that's the that's the one part that's the least believable is like the guy sitting on the couch just laughing and having a good time watching his friends, like fuck these two other girls. It's like you know what? I'd probably just excuse myself out. Like that's. Oh. Do you want to be the creepiest friend? You know, it's yes. Like... <laughs> it's hard. It's hard to be the creepiest friend when they're also creepy. Um... You know, it's so it's weird because he's the creepiest friend because he's sitting there and gonna watch it, but also he's the wokest because he stopped the sexual assault. You know, he's a he good did. guy. He's a I good know. guy. Almost that likes did his watch. own sexual assault, so it wasn't. You know, it was all for naught. Yeah, he, well, he just didn't, he didn't do. Sexual she was assault, saying, but she was she saying was she game. didn't. No, she wasn't game for him. Oh, she wasn't game Remember, for the guy kept, on the couch. She kept pointing at him and being like, "No." Oh, that's right. No means You're no, right. Bryce. Yeah, and then All he right. strips down anyways and walks over, and then that's when the guy with the camera goes in the bathroom and is like, "Oh fuck, this is too much." And then he just like, <laughs> then the naked guy runs in. And he's like, "She bit my fucking hand," and then you like they go back out and she's like eating the, the first guy's like chest mm-hmm. and she's kind of yeah. transforming into this kind of I thought she was kind of like an amphibious monster like I mean when she originally took uh, when they originally took off her clothes her feet were like webbed and he mm-hmm. <laughs> the guy with the glasses is like whoa dude chill out and he's like I don't give a fuck it's <laughs> like okay <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm not a fan. I'm not, I'm not a fan of, of any of that. Um, so, yeah. So, eventually, she kills two of them. The guy with the glasses escapes, but he falls down the stairs and breaks his arm, which then he can't get up from the ground because he breaks his arm. Yeah, he breaks his, broke his wrist. What he a, can't walk with a, a broken wrist. <laughs> it was crazy. And then he does kind of escape. He's, like, trying to get people to help him, and they're like, you're crazy. Stop it. And then... And then the end is her grabbing him and flying off with him just in the air, which was unexpected. But so I thought she was supposed to be a vampire. But in the in the Wikipedia, it says she's a succubus. Okay. well, in the yeah, in the trivia for IMDb, it says the demonic woman Lily is based on the female demon Lilith from ancient mythology. Lily seems to have talon-like feet, um, seen in a winged humanoid. Uh, Lily resembles the female winged demon uh, or goddess depicted in the Bernie relief. I don't know what that is. Let's look at the Bernie relief. Uh, um, this thing. My question is, what was wrong with that with that woman though? Like she was so weird. Um, well, I think technically she has the, the genetic disease It's called like the, uh, uh, Anya Taylor joy disease, uh, <laughs> syndrome. Jesus. Um, just, I wasn't got real talking big about eyes. her books, but okay. She's got real big I was, eyes. 
I was talking about the way she's uh, seems a little neuro neurodivergent, but that seems oh, intentional. Yeah. I mean, that's that's one of the traits of Anya Taylor Joy syndrome. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I she was just Anya like it's a spectrum. The Anya Taylor Joy um, syndrome is a spectrum. You know, Emma Stone has a little touch of it. She's touched, oh, but I uh, love her. She's touched. <laughs> Yeah, I think wow. it's just because she was, like, not a human, so she didn't know how to, like, socialize. But it's interesting that she would just be, like, at a bar. Like, I don't know. There were yeah, a lot. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of implied that, like, you know, she actually does like the guy in the glasses. Um, and then she doesn't like the other two guys, and so she kills them. Right. So is it, like, if everything went the way she wanted, would she just had an, a pleasant night with that guy and, and not eaten him? I think she was going to fly off with him anyways. I think that was her end goal because she wanted to, like, keep him forever. So I feel like that's... But it was funny because she was like, I like you. And after he, like, breaks his arm and is scared for his life, she tries to suck his dick. And then she's like, you don't like me? Because he won't get hard. She gets really upset. (laughs) It's really funny. A big a big element of of the this short too is like she I think she ripped all their dicks off or she the did. other two she guys' did. dicks off dick and balls dick and balls which is a feat um, but you know when you got claws anything's possible <laughs> so that's the first one that one was actually called Amateur Night um, yeah which then, I like that name can we can we go back real quick to the beginning when they're like the first group of guys the criminals are like breaking stuff mm-hmm. in the house sure yeah so that one's called tape 56 that's what the main so, story is okay. how old do you think those guys are i would say late yeah. 20s early 30s it's no it's just like i could see my friends in high school being like hey we found this abandoned abandoned house we should totally go break <laughs> stuff in it and i would be like you know what that sounds kind of fun right but yes in yeah. my 20s or 30s if a friend asked me to go smash windows in an abandoned house i'd be like get a job my guy what yeah, are you I talking think, like about? the cutoff would be like 23 yeah that's like if you're if you're like on drugs and homeless like yeah maybe you'd still be doing that <laughs> i never really turning a couple tricks and and you know making some jackass videos for <laughs> you know to sell on the black market for 50 dollars a pop also there's like five of them so what are they getting ten dollars for every time they absolutely (laughs) destroy a woman like what yeah it is kind of ridiculous i mean i never really even looked up what they were doing i just thought they were like petty criminals who filmed them but yeah they do like they they do post these videos online and like get money from them i'm assuming like something like youtube i'm not sure if it would be youtube because they would get arrested but like they are selling them in some way and so they that's why they record everything so i guess this has been their job is committing crimes that people want to watch um which is cool um (laughs) so cool i've seen tiktoks just like that actually Uh i've seen those ones where it's like today we're committing crime and then he literally just films himself stealing yeah i'm like girl you're gonna get caught Um, or it's just the ones where it's like the the extreme pranks and they're like just literally stealing something from someone like it's just a prank bro it's just a prank i hate those i i think that people who do that are really stupid and awful towards other people and i like when that have they do pranks on people and then 
the people there pranking beat the fucking shit out of them. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, that's what you deserve. <laughs> like, you shouldn't be, like, pretending to kidnap someone. Like, that's not yeah. cool. Um, but these guys aren't pretending. They are they are so excited to break into a house. And I think if I saw, if I was, if I was in their position and I saw a dead guy in a house where I'm trying to find something, I would probably leave. Um, but they, it doesn't deter them at all. It doesn't no, sound they like they did cool. their due diligence either because I don't know if they checked for a pulse. They're just like, oh, he's dead. Because mm-hmm. yeah. he's obviously not because he disappears out of the chair and kills yeah. all of them. So after the first tape, um, we cut back to the main storyline, and the guy who was watching the tapes is gone. The dead guy's still there. And then we get another camera POV um, where two of the guys are exploring the basement. They find more tapes, and they're like, it's mad creepy in here. And then the guy, like, turns the camera around, and there's just, like, some naked guy walking around. And he's mm-hmm. like, yo, did you see that? And the other guy's like, you're fucking crazy. Just get these tapes in a crate, and let's get a move on and then we yeah i feel like the least interesting part of like anthology series is like the the overarching (laughs) stories it's like oh yeah let's just it's just tacked on or like everyone knows no one cares what happens to these people um see i think that's like it's true for some movies, but it's like in this movie, I do like how ambiguous and weird um, the storyline is because these people deserve to disappear. Like they yeah. are bad people, so it's like, oh, I. Well, I'm it's good for it's good for setting vibe. the tone. It's good for setting like it's a pretty gritty, you know, like it's it's about sex and violence in this right. yeah in this movie like it's pretty explicit about that well i can um, see how some people could like feel some sort of like you know enjoyment or like joy of watching these like terrible guys get their comeuppance mm-hmm. but to me it just kind of like undercuts the horror of of the story because it's like if i don't care what happens to these guys it really there's nothing that could happen that's going to shock or scare me cuz i i i don't care i can't mm. put myself in their shoes because they're terrible so um i don't know maybe maybe there's a way to do that right i just don't think this was the right way i can see that point i i i understand that because it's like you don't you don't care what happens to them because they suck but like also I don't know. I think it's just interesting how nothing is explained. And I don't know if the movies, like the sequels, go on to explain any of that. I'm assuming they don't, which would also be cool. Um, I really want to watch the sequels now that we're talking about this, because I think I've seen this movie enough times. Um, (laughs) But, uh, okay, so tape two, which you said was newlyweds or something. This is a second honeymoon. Second honeymoon. Second honeymoon. So I thought it was a boyfriend and girlfriend, but it makes sense that that they're together. They're a couple. Mm -hmm. Um, They're on a road trip. I thought that this one was boring. Like, I thought, like, it was really slow. This was the one that was directed by Ty West, um, Mm -hmm. which makes sense. He does, like, a slow burn, but his feature-length films are good. Like, this is, like... I don't care about all of their, like, road trip side missions. Like, I don't care that they go to, like, the Grand Canyon. I don't care that they're, like, looking at cowboy boots. Like, I think there was a lot of, like, unnecessary detail in this. And I guess it was trying to prove, like, 
that they're not like happy together or something but that didn't no, really I, I don't I think, know like, it's the the main thing is um well here's here's the one thing that did work for me which was the pov shot of the of the camera where you realize like oh this isn't being shot by either one of them this yes, is just someone yes, that yes, intruded yes. into their hotel room and is like just threatening them with a knife and that is really creepy that's a great idea oh 100 um, it's just mm-hmm. and the fact that like what makes it creepy it is kind of wrapped in the boring shots of their vacation where it's like right. oh shit they don't even realize because they didn't watch back the tape you know to see that that had happened um because why would you you don't yeah. expect that the camera's going to be on at night <laughs> like I right. kind of don't hate this one. I think that if it had more time, if it was like a full-length movie, it probably could have fleshed out some of the ideas and, and actually gone somewhere. I do agree that it's a little boring um, because nothing really happens until the very end and it kind of comes out of nowhere. But mm-hmm. I yeah. enjoyed actually the building of, of the relationship. We got to see a lot between uh, the husband and wife and a lot of the things that the wife said reminded me of my wife because... Um, well, you better she's hope like, not. She's like petting a... What What was the animal they were petting at the beginning? A donkey? Like a horse or something. A mule? Uh-huh. A mule. And the guy's like, you're going to wash your hands after that, right? And she is like joking about how like, nope, I'm going to eat and then wash my hands after. <laughs> and my wife just loves petting animals. And it, like we went to a petting zoo and she just kept being like, so you're not going to pet them? And I was like, no, I don't want to touch these animals. They're disgusting. <laughs> but she's just loving on them. I don't know. Just reminded me of my wife a little bit there. Well, that's sweet. But also, hopefully, this doesn't happen to you. Um, <laughs> I mean, that one line is, is funny. Um, but, yeah, so basically this one is like they're on a road trip and then a girl like knocks on their door and wants a ride somewhere and she's just like pacing through the parking lot and you don't see the interaction which I think is more effective Mm -hmm. when she knocks on the door and then they just recount the interaction Um, yeah um, I thought it was weird they didn't want to sleep in the same bed she was like totally fine he was like do you want to sleep in the bed with me and she was like no It's like okay. Um. See, that's just a married couple, though. You know, honestly, <laughs> a- after a certain amount of time, you're like, you know what? I would like not having someone kicking my back in the middle of the night. You know, like, that's what I've just heard. Just for one goddamn night. Like, <laughs> it's okay. No, it's okay. I can. It's, it's all right. No, I'm fine in my own bed. Not it's... having someone steal my covers and. <laughs> put their cold ass feet on my leg (laughs) it's funny because me and my boyfriend are long distance so anytime that we visit each other i'm like we need to Mm -hmm. like be attached at the hip and like when we sleep in the same bed like we are not like we have to be touching each other it's like Mm -hmm. so funny but maybe maybe at one point we will hate that um (laughs) can't wait um (laughs) but yeah, so then it's the nighttime and the camera turns on and you think it's one of them and then it films both of them sleeping. Um, I don't know about you guys, but if a light that bright shined in my face while I was sleeping, I would open my eyes 100%. Yeah, but. yeah it's, it's a little 
it's a little much but you know it works it does it does work um and then this person like runs a knife over the woman's body doesn't cut her or anything um puts his toothbrush in the toilet and steals his money and i love the cut to the morning where he's brushing his teeth i think Mm -hmm. that's hilarious yeah that's pretty great yeah um they think she he checks his wallet and he's like did you take my money and she's like why would i do that and they kind of get in a little fight over it because obviously like who else would have taken the money they don't know what's going on um and then they're they plan out the rest of their trip all this stuff and then again it's the nighttime the camera turns on and immediately stabs the guy in the neck and kills him um which is effective and shocking um and then there's like quick cuts to like driving um and then it's like juxtaposed with them still in the room and then you see two girls making out and you realize at the end that the wife this is the wife's lover Mm. and they had this extravagant plot to kill the guy and at the end the wife goes did you erase all of that and it's girl obviously she didn't Mm -hmm. (laughs) because we're watching it right now i did feel like she's gonna get fifty dollars for that you know (laughs) yeah 50 old bucks you got it okay so uh, this this is one of my beefs yeah yeah it it, it felt pretty arbitrary here's here's one of my beefs with this whole movie is that it's called vhs and they're supposed to be watching these tapes on VHS and I don't, I think out of the five quote unquote tapes only one of them, no, two of them even tried to look analog (laughs) like yeah, the last one and the third one I think yeah, so like Amateur Night was on a like glasses so obviously not vhs the second honeymoon was also obviously digital to me um well you can put anything on a vhs i mean i guess yeah but why would you do that though like why would you i don't know why (laughs) take a digital video and like run it over to vhs tape Um, yeah um I did notice that this time around watching it because I never really watched it with a critical eye until, like, mm-hmm. you know, we're reviewing it. So then when the first tape came on, I was like, oh, my God, he's recording on glasses. There's no way that that would transfer <laughs> to a fucking VHS tape that would plug right. into your computer. Like, and like, it's 2012. And some of these were shot before then. I mean, we don't get a date on any of them except for the 1998 one, which would make sense if that was on mm-hmm. VHS. But yeah, the rest of them, you're assuming that it was, like, in the t- 2000s. So you're mm-hmm. like, well, like, you wouldn't have digital glasses in, like, the 90s. So why mm-hmm. would you convert that? Yeah, that is, it is not something I noticed until this this watching. And I was like, ugh. It's kind of, like, do they still have it, those, do they still have those places where you can, like, take VHS tapes to be converted to digital? I think so. I think you can take um, them. For a while, you were able to take them to Costco. I don't know if you can still do that or not. What if you took a bunch of Blu-rays to <laughs> Costco, and you were like, I would like to turn these into VHS tapes? <laughs> I feel like that'd be hard. I feel like it's easier to do it, it the other way around. Really yeah. 
don't know. Yeah, you can you can do it at Costco. Costco DVD.com. Hell yeah. Convert your videotapes and film reels to digital format. It's good to but know. But you know, you, this if... this movie wouldn't work if it was called DVD. Like, you know, it has to be the VHS I don't think it works and... called VHS, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> All right, let's let's rock it through these next two because they're boring, and then we can get to the last one, which is actually interesting. So first, they cut back to the house, obviously after the tape, and the dead guy is gone, and <gasps> also the guy who was watch the other guy who was watching the tapes is gone. So now two of the guys are gone. The dead guy is not in his chair, and they're obviously still looking for the tapes, and they haven't really realized that two of their friends are gone yet. Um. Well, I guess they have. One of them goes in and puts in another tape, which is, I also, this was another gripe I had that I didn't really notice, is that every time they go, another guy goes in, he doesn't watch the tape that his friend was watching. He puts in a new one, which, mm-hmm. you know, but whatever. So, yeah. The next one sucks. It's our all of our least favorite. Um, it's a bunch of... Oh, go ahead. Yeah, it's 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 a slasher in the woods, and it's it's uh, titled Tuesday the Seventeenth, um, which, which is weird, pretty ob- obvious, you know, since it's oh Friday the Thirteenth, Friday the Thirteenth, oh. and then five <laughs> days later. I think it's kind um, of a good name. It's kind of yeah, it's, it's kind of funny. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it's your generic slasher. The the only thing that's kind of new is is the girl kind of leading them into the woods, and she we find out has some kind of ulterior motive um and towards the end of the the tape she's like you know there's murders that happen in the woods and she was there and escaped and like she she brought her friends here as a plot to use them as bait and then the killer appears and kills them all and he appears as like a glitch in the videotape She's which like, is why can't I film you? Yeah, which is like, does that mean she can see him, or that's what I was confused about? Yeah, because it it was confusing whether she could see the killer without the video or or not. But either way, on the video, it's just like this glitched, shadowy figure, which is a pretty cool idea. Um, yeah, it's just executed in a very boring way, <laughs> which is like. And he just shows up and kills him. It's like, okay. Something that I really hated about this one was that, like, halfway through, the killer kills a couple people and blood gets on the camera. Uh-huh. But instead of doing, like, a super simple practical effect where they actually put something covering the camera, they put this stupid digital overlay of blood <laughs> on the screen, and it's there for the rest of the short and it looks mm-hmm. so stupid. It doesn't look real at all, and it's covering like a third of the screen. Well, my favorite part is like, yeah, there's a splash of blood on the camera, and then it t- it shows the girl going back to the guy that's getting out of the pond, and he just doesn't make any mention of a blood splatter- splattered camera. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like... and it's his camera. They set that up, so it's like he would definitely be like, what'd you get on the camera? And then be like, is that blood? But he dies yeah. pretty soon. Well, I guess yeah. he doesn't, but he gets his throat slit, and then he's, like, walking around after, which is like, okay, I guess that was just for a scare, because he falls down and dies. Um, 
But yeah, it's pretty like you think the girl's evil, but she's I mean, she is kind of for killing for setting her friends as bait. But yeah, she ends up dying. This one has the most gore. So if you're like looking for gore, like this is where most of it is um, like vivid gore because there's like a lot of intestines and shit. Um, but yeah, it's really not super effective because of how bad the acting is. If the acting was better and like it wasn't just like look at your tits i want to fuck you i bet your dick is two inches it's like uh like cool dialogue man who wrote this like what the fuck um but yeah it's just not it's not very good the premise would have been better if the writing and the setup was better but she just and she's like i'm gonna take you guys to a lake and it's like a literal like pond that looks murky and disgusting like you would get a parasite from it so it's not it's really strange (laughs) One of my favorite lines from this one is at the beginning when um, she's like, yeah, I go to this lake every year. And they're just like, why? What reason do you have to go to this lake every year? It's like lots of people (laughs) go to like a camping site every year and like it's for fun and enjoyment. But they they like can't fathom why she would want to go there. And they make a big deal about how weird it is that she wants to go to a lake every year. weirdo recreational camping (laughs) but it's kind of like they set it up like they were doing a day trip it's not like anyone brought any like food or anything (laughs) yeah it just had like a blanket um but yeah that's i mean there's not really much to say about that one except everyone dies and the acting is bad um but then after that one flashes back to the house the dead guy's back in the chair but the other guy is gone and then we go to the next tape which what is this one called this one's called the sick thing that happened to emily when she was younger yeah um (laughs) 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 like what happened they don't really explain it yeah what Um, was the sick thing that happened to emily when she was younger well I mean... Said she might have hurt herself, like, self-harm or something, but obviously it wasn't self-harm. Yeah. I I thought it was, like, alien abduction. No, because it sounded like... Well, okay, this is is kind of a confusing confusing one. So it, Mm -hmm. it sets up that this woman, Emily, and her boyfriend, um are video chatting to each other. He's like at a convention or something and she's in her apartment and it's set up as like, Oh, she's finding out her apartment's haunted and that there's a bunch of like children and weird ghosts running around and she's showing her boyfriend and her boyfriend is a skeptic and like basically ghost, you know, um, gaslighting her saying like, you know, it could just be something that you, saw because you're um psycho uh what, what did he say at first um um did he allude to like something that ha- he anyways he alluded to something that happened before like the last time that they were apart she something she was happened like 12 to 12 or something yeah, which is weird. Um, yeah, how long have they been together? Like twenty years, and they're I know they're thirty. Like, <laughs> I mean, I guess they're they're both in college. That was that was set up. Like, they are both college students. So I guess like, but it seems yeah. like they have been childhood friends or something. But 
and I guess they went to college apart from each other, but I mean, they, I mean, spoiler, they didn't like, he's literally the apartment next door or something. Um, he's in the building. Um, yeah. So there's a weird gaslighting thing that happens where he's like, she's asking him if he recorded it and he says no. And so it's obvious that he is yeah, because we're, watching, we're it. watching it. Um, <laughs> and also just kind of like sowing doubts and stuff and making her feel like she's she might be crazy. Um, but yeah, then it's revealed that he's actually just like next door. <laughs> and that and this is where it gets confusing because it's like he comes in. And she's unconscious for some reason. Because there was like this bright, there was like the two little kids who were like, she thought were ghosts. Um, but there's like this bright light when the two little kids show up and she like gets knocked unconscious and then he comes in and then they're like talking like they're aliens kind of. And he's like, he's giving them shit. He's like, how many more times do we have to do this guys? Like uh, what? It, this is like half human baby. Okay. So he cuts her open and mm -hmm. pulls like a fetus out. Like it's not a full grown baby, but he pulls it out of her fucking rib cage. And, um, which is pretty gross. And mm -hmm. then, He's like arguing with them. He's like, I like, okay, so we have to do this a couple more times. I don't know how many more times she's going to take this. And they're like, it's like, okay, cool. Yeah, that's, you know, nice. Um, and then, yeah, they end up, after that whole scene happens, they FaceTime again. He's like, oh, I have to make it look like someone, like, either broken or she did this to herself or something or whatever well, so he, he like breaks her he arm tricks her into thinking that she had a psychotic break and she ran into the middle of the road and got hit by a car That's yeah, yeah. she's he, beat yes. up like she's beat up and she's like yeah they prescribed me they're like they said i'm schizoaffective and i'm on these pills and he's like okay good and she's like yeah it's just so weird i guess this is like what happened it's like what happened to me when i was younger and then it flashes to him on FaceTime with another girl showing her tits. Mm -hmm. Who's like, which who I didn't understand because if this is like a, like a ploy, like he's, he's secretly doing this to these women. He knew this girl since they were apparently like 12. Has he just been doing uh -huh. this long con since he was a child of like getting to know these women and tricking them into having alien babies? <laughs> I guess he's been involved with the alien. Maybe he is an alien. Who knows? Hmm. hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it kind of undercuts it because the whole thing where it's like they had this long-term, you know, friendship or relationship since they were kids. It's like, okay, so that's telling you that he's been grooming her for a long, long time. But then just some other lady shows up at the very last shot and you're like, oh, okay. So I guess that's not important. Kind of, mm -hmm. kind of undercuts that that element of it but yeah, i mean that whatever. is the problem with um like there are some shorts that i have seen like horror shorts that do have a good setup and like you get all the information that you need to be set up for whatever ending is going to happen but um like this tape number four um like it's like it's set up all the like it's a lot of talking it, it seems like it's setting up a lot of stuff and it's completely refuted by the end scene so it's like that is a problem with some types of shorts that they just don't they think they're going into detail that's going to be like 
that's going to pay off and it really doesn't like we didn't need to know any of that shit like we really didn't like so i don't know i I think there's elements of this one that are really good and and if it was a full length like maybe they could have done something cool with it it's yeah it just didn't quite pan out and also i'm i'm kind of confused about it i don't really know what happened so well, it's funny because the the Night Swim started off as a short and then they made it a full-length movie and that was bad. <laughs> so maybe yeah. if they actually did make any... If they made any of these a full-length movie, I would want The Last Tape to be a full-length movie. I, I really, really like that one. Um, so yeah, so, you know, we we jump back to the house. Dead guy's gone again. The other guy who was watching the tape is gone now there's only two of them le- or there's only one of them left he's running around trying to find his friends and finds that um Zach has his head cut off and he's like oh shit and then he pants to the stairs and the dead guy runs at him and like unhinges his jaw and kills Gary and then so it's that's the end for all the criminals and then it just cuts into the last tape which is called 103198 and I read on the IMDb that one of the guys is wearing um like these certain type like digital camo pants and those didn't come out until 2001 2002 so inaccurate um <laughs> but it's Halloween with the guys um the guy who has the camera is a nanny cam so he's like a teddy bear with a camera and the actual camera it's like a it's it's recording um, I just wanted to mention that when the tape said it was 9.43 p.m., it was also 9.43 p.m. when I was <sighs> watching it. And I was like, I'm scared. <laughs> but it's okay. Wow. Everything's fine. It was weird, though. Um, So then they're, like, on their way to a party. Um, And they're, they're like, is it down Mariposa Lane? Is it down this lane? They can't find it. All the streets have, like, M names. They're all very similar, and they're using a map because it's the 90s, obviously, and no one got a Garmin. Um, and so they end up pulling up to the wrong house, which is funny because they they see some guys that are going into another house. And I don't know, reasonable logic, I would probably follow the guys that I see going into another party rather than be like, oh, it's not that house. It's probably that other house. But, you know, they did what they did, uh, which I also like. Like, I don't really have a lot of complaints about this. Um, They walk into the house. No one's... They try to get into the house. They can't get in. They go around the back. No one's in there. And they're like, oh, this must just be a haunted house and we have to find the party that's inside, which is funny. Like, it is objectively a funny, like, thing for them to Mm -hmm. be like, yeah, yeah man let's just get drunk and go through this haunted house so they're walking through and like stuff is like moved there's a flickering light and they're like oh this is good and then a few of the guys go into a room and they run out and they're like there are like hands coming out the wall and shit i've never seen that before and you're kind of like what the fuck like this is seems weird so then you know they just explore the house they see stuff that was downstairs now it's upstairs um, I don't know about you guys, but there's this one shot where it's the nanny cam guy and um, one of the other guys, and they're like, let's go scare Dylan or whatever. And mm-hmm. when they're walking into the room, Dylan is just, like, standing. 
And mm-hmm. like I guess it's set up that he's talking to the other guy, but the way he was standing was so creepy. It it felt like he was like possessed or something. I don't know. I I that part scares me. Yeah, that was actually very Blair Witch coded. Yeah. Yeah. That was one of my favorite parts of this short because it's it's so funny. He like scares him and he like freaks out and then he like pulls out this plastic sword from his costume and starts like hitting his friend and then his friend's like ow, ow that actually kind of hurt and he's like oh I'm I'm sorry. And it just it felt so cute. It felt so wholesome. <laughs> they are good friends, and I, I like how... I mean, like Bryce said, they are they do know each other in real life, and they directed this, so it's like it was probably easy for them to have this chemistry on screen. I mean, it was it was pretty cool. Like, the, the slow burn with this one was really effective because it's, like, kind of showing you that it's haunted or something's wrong. Like, it has the chair from the kitchen or something keep reappearing in weird places and oh, that's the worst part Ugh. and I'm then like, seeing oh my God. like like i love that stuff where it's like wait a minute what something's something's out of place like that wasn't there um and then like the you know the little girl showing up and reflections and stuff is all kind of bo- boilerplate haunted house stuff but and then when it gets to the end then it's just like goes goes ham and that's where it's really fun because they find they kind of hear voices and you know yelling and it's like they do really good with the sound because you can't tell if it's like music or people having a good time or people arguing Mm -hmm. and eventually they make their way upstairs into like the attic and they find like oh no it's some like crazy preacher and they've got this girl you know tied up um but they think it's like a bit they think it's part of the haunted house right right and then they realize it's not and the guys are like angry that they're there and they're trying to chew them away um and then is it then where when it starts no they they make their way all the way down to the front door and are about to leave and then in typical horror movie fashion the guy's like no we can't we can't leave her here oh no that's right it does go crazy because the guys in the attic that were like doing this ritual get like sucked into the ceiling yeah like sucked into the ether in a weird way it was like and that's when they start running downstairs right then they have the moment where they're like fuck like we can't just leave that girl she's tied up she's probably being like tortured like it it seems like kind of like a weird exorcism kind of thing but not really um, mm-hmm. So they do go back upstairs. They find a knife and they're cutting her free as these guys are like, no, don't do this. She has Satan inside of her or something like, mm-hmm. you know, there's just a lot of yelling and a lot of dialogue being thrown around. And they're like, they're like, no, we got to get her. So they grab her. And once they grab her is when like shit starts going nuts. So like full out um, like poltergeist shit, like there's stuff flying out of cabinets. There's chairs being thrown around. There's vases being thrown at the at the at them at the wall. And then they go to the front door. And I I thought of Skidamarink when the doors started like closing and the doorknobs started disappearing and all the windows mm-hmm. started shutting. I was like, oh, my God. But it looked words. way cooler than how Skidamarink did it. Yeah. <laughs> like the yeah. the door just like gets absorbed by the wall and, and Skidamarink, it's like it's there. And then in the next shot, it's not. And it's like, OK, that it, it it's almost confusing what happens in Skidamarink. Oh, sorry. It froze yeah, for me Skidamarink, for a doesn't it have like 
doesn't it didn't skin a rink have like corny sound effects when stuff like didn't just go like pop <laughs> i don't really <laughs> and then remember the doorknob's it. gone <laughs> I, I don't know. i'm certainly not gonna watch it again but uh yeah i mean there that that kind of stuff like i haven't have you guys ever read house of leaves have I talked no. about that book? I tried to. My one of my friends is super into that book and he was like, Try to do it if you can and so I got it from the library and I started reading it and once I started having to literally decode messages in a notebook was when I was like, This is so much work and like it was good and I think the pre I was scared as fuck while I was reading it, but like uh -huh. I couldn't I couldn't get through it because I was like, This is a lot of like actual homework and I can't Yeah, I think like I'm. I've got this attitude when reading books that it's like I just steam through if I'm not understanding stuff. It's also the reason why I can never retain any like character names, or like it's just like I'm just gonna like steamroll through it and retain as much as I can. But that book is like ninety percent style and ten percent like actual plot. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. The style adds to the plot, kind of. Um, but yeah, that one, that book is basically all about this, um, uh, what do you call it? It's like liminal space horror where it's, you know, walls that are longer than they should be or doors that disappear, hallways that get longer or shorter. It's really um, scary. And it's, it's like really off-putting and it's a cool thing. And I don't think anyone's ever really done a full, um horror movie on it maybe someone can can like uh leave a voicemail and tell us if there's anyone that's been done but skin and was trying to do that um liminal space is a big thing in horror video games right now like everyone's yeah. trying to do something with it and i think it's really cool it's very fun and there's a movie that A24 is producing um about the backrooms youtube series um Ooh. and they're using the director of the youtube videos who's like a 20 year old kid which is fucking awesome and those those youtube videos if you haven't checked them out they're called backrooms um they're really cool they're, they're really cool they're really effective um and that plays into the whole liminal space thing that definitely creeps you out so i'm excited there's no name for the or release date or anything they're probably working on it now but bryce um, have your kids played shrek in the backrooms on roblox what the fuck? <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure that they've. What's the one? You said they play doors. They play doors. Um, what's the other one that they always mention? I don't know. I haven't been keeping up on their Roblox. Shrek in the back rooms is this hilarious game that me and my friends played one night, and it's it's the back rooms, but Shrek is chasing you. And oh you have to get out of there. But there's, like, multiple layers of the back rooms. And you, like, find an exit. And it takes you to, like, a McDonald's where it's, like, an infinite McDonald's that you can't get out of. And Ronald <gasps> McDonald is chasing you. It's the actually infinite really McDonald's. fun. Have you read that Reddit post? No. Oh, my God. There's an infinite. Okay. It's so good. It's it's like a um, It's, like, a paradox kind of thing where it's, like, if there was a universe that was just infinite McDonald's and you put every single animal on earth in there would they survive like it's a fully stocked McDonald's every like there's no workers or there are workers I don't know I I would have to find the reddit post but it's like 
there's infinitely stocked like there's food in every single one like that like every single animal fish everything that's on earth like how long would they survive and who would survive like at the end like and it's so i had like a two-hour conversation with one of my friends about it like it was fun it was fun like um that's a it's a really good one to talk about i'll find it for the after pod and we can can discuss it if you want (laughs) um but yeah so i think that might be based on a on a reddit post which is really cool nice Right. Um, so like at at the end they're like running through and it it gets really crazy with like yeah like the doors closing up and feeling trapped and then birds flying through and then like but yeah the arms reaching through the walls are super effective there's yes. something about arms reaching through walls that that's scary you know is scary and isn't frankly isn't used enough um, but they but do yeah, get out of the house um, they go through the basement. Um, and find a way to get out like through a window or something and um, they get in the car and they're like just find the nearest hospital on a map and they made a point at the beginning of the video that they were stuck with a train coming and they were like oh we're gonna be late for the party or something they end up back on the train tracks the girl disappears and then reappears outside of the car, which is a jump scare that works so good, um, so well. Um, and then they realize that the car's stalling, they can't get out. There's like, they're, it's locked and they, they're trying to unlock it. And then a train comes and that's the end of the movie. It just says VHS on the screen. And it's Thank really goodness. fucking good. <laughs> it's. It was a really good one. And I also read on IMDb that there's an alternate ending where they do survive um, that's available to watch. But I don't know. I think it works the way that it is. No, it's it's good. I, I like, I mean, again, this is like one of the best ones. It's probably the best executed out of all of them. Um, 100%. Um, yeah. I, I still like the, the amateur night just because it's the funnest ending, <laughs> like in terms of just a crazy demon flying off with some dude um, just tickles me just right. Um, I'm also glad this the girl, one, the other girl survived in the first one. Yeah, but this one is is per- definitely the best one out of all of them, I think. Yeah. Um <laughs> So it's not hard like to be this... the best out of if they're all trash. <laughs> That's what I have to say about that. Well, I know that you guys probably wouldn't recommend this movie to anyone, but I think, like I said in the review, that it would be like I think it's a good like starter to an anthology. If mm-hmm. you're trying to get into anthologies, I think that would this would be a good one um, to get into, but. I don't know. I love this movie. I know you guys didn't, but I really, I think it's mostly nostalgia, but I really like it. Not all of it is effective. Some of them suck, but all in all, I was creeped out and I probably will watch this again. (laughs) I mean, I always like to recommend movies that I feel like are influential or like, you know, if you, if you love horror movies, you should probably watch all the ones that everyone talks about and right. this is one that's talked about a lot so if you haven't seen it just give it a watch it's not great but whatever you know 
Yeah, it's if you like anthology series, I guess. I mean, I there's there's probably better ones, but you know, it's good. Yeah. It's good. All right. Do you want to get into the game? Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, so I kind of modeled this based on um, when I did, like, I think the first episode that me and Bryce recorded was, like, the quotes of the horror movies, and you have to guess what movie it's from. I saw some comments that they liked that, so this is kind of a variation on that. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to give you a quote uh, or a, a tagline to a horror movie that was like on the poster when it premiered and you're gonna have to guess which movie it is and we're gonna span like decades so ready wait how do we win how do we get points oh um just guess the name of the do, movie um do I, I have wouldn't to guess before Bryce or are we a team oh yeah so just yeah do what we usually do where it's like shout out your name and then I'll be okay. like oh you got it first um, and then you'll get a point. And I, there's not really any way to get extra points in this. So, oh, also Here I want to say here's our in, here's our intro music. Welcome to the game show where we're bringing the heat. Tag nine fever, gotta guess what beats. We got catchy phrases and we got some wit. That was awesome. Nice. <laughs> I do want to say before we start that um, when I did my game on the last episode, it may sound weird in the in the thing because I was we do it based on who says their name first, right? Mm -hmm. In my ears, Bryce kept saying his name first, but in the recording, Sydney <laughs> kept saying her name first. So I think there was just a lag, and so in the yeah. in the actual episode, it's like Sydney says her name first, and I'm like, Bryce, give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> So sorry about that, if that was confusing. Huh, Misogyny, weird. it's okay. Um, yeah, was, can't let the <laughs> woman She deals with win. it every day. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, I really like that game, and I would love to play that again. Great. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. Um, so this is the first tagline. If this movie doesn't make your skin crawl, it's on too tight. Oh, I know this one. Max. Okay, Max. I'm going to go Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2022. No. Sorry. Okay, Bryce. Okay, Bryce. I'm going to say... Was this Slither? No, it's not. Wait, okay. so... I have another guess. I have another guess. Okay. Can I go again? <laughs> Sure. Is it uh, Silence of the Lamps? No. No. That's too corny for Silence of the Lamps. So the okay. thing is, is that when I was reading these, I was like, these will be impossible to guess because this could be about anything. And this, I think, is unex unexpected. It is the 1974 Black Christmas. Uh, okay. What? Yeah, that's right. I knew it was going to be like an actual classic one. Yeah. Isn't that, that is crazy? Because like, it just does. Yeah. There's nothing about skin, really, in that movie. But... You know, 
All right. Hmm. Um, I'll do a couple from like the 70s, 80s, and then move on to um, newer ones, like 90s, 2000s. So, okay, next one. Who will who will survive, and what will be left of them? I have no idea. Uh, Bryce. Okay. Um, Running Man. No. <laughs> okay, Max. Max. The Hills Have Eyes. No, but close. It's the Texas Chainsaw Massacre original. Mm. Oh. 1974. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, okay. Man is the warmest place to hide. Man is the what? warmest place to hide? Yes. That's, that's gross. Do you want a hint? Um, yeah. Bryce. Okay. Bryce. Sorry. Alien. No, but no. I actually know the tagline for Alien, but <laughs> in space, would, no one can hear you scream. It would it would uh, be apropos because you know. Is it Predator? No, but that's also a good guess. It's the thing. The thing. Mm. Oh, oh mm-hmm. that one actually makes sense. It does. Um. Okay. 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 Now we're gonna go nineties. Um, okay. Two thousands. Um. Everything you've heard is true. Ooh. Okay, wait. What is it? Oh. I'm thinking it's... Oh. Okay, Max. Okay. The Blair Witch Project. Yes! Good job! It is? It yeah. is. Oh, damn. <laughs> that was like my, my first reaction. I was like, no, I don't remember that. I was... Wasn't there a movie that was just urban legends? Just about oh, urban legends. Yeah, I, I know I know what you're referring to. I don't remember the name, but Anyways. yeah. But, all right, congrats, Max. Yeah, okay, so one point for Max. All right, all right, all right. Um Okay, we'll go with this one. Pray, slay, display. That's so stupid. Okay, wh- and, and we're, we're back. back. <laughs> uh, so, pray, slay, and display. I'll give you a hint. Pray is spelled like P-R-E-Y. Oh. Doesn't help. Okay. I feel like um, this is a zombie movie. I'm going to say Bryce. Okay. The Hunger Games. No. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. I I really have no idea. I don't even have a guess. I can't even. I have no idea. Well, it's the House of Wax, two thousand five. Oh, no. yeah. I love that movie. Oh man, we even I mentioned love that Jared movie. Padalecki. I know. I the know. Key, the key was display. I'm like, what horror movie yeah. do they display their victims? I can't. I couldn't come up with one. Yeah, you don't. It's like these. I, that's what I'm saying is like these taglines are so strange like they could really fit a lot of movies or they don't fit any and you're like what the fuck yeah. are they talking about alright I'll do a couple more and okay um, maybe I can maybe I can pull it out <laughs> yeah we're one to zero right now um, okay every rose has its thorns I've heard this one you'll know it 
maybe um bryce okay bryce species nope can this is after house of wax every rose has its thorns thorns being the operative word so plural starring rose mcgowan (laughs) (laughs) what movie has thorns well could be metaphorical I don't <laughs> I thought species was a good guess I gotta say that is a good guess it is but uh, Max you want to say anything or you want me to reveal it just reveal it I, I have no idea teeth teeth I've never seen teeth so that oh, was, okay. that was okay. a tough one that's fair but yeah every rose you know vagina can be mm-hmm. referred to as a flower and thorns being that she has teeth in there mm-hmm. spoilers for teeth um <laughs> all right let's do sorry okay what's in that picture What's in that picture? I did uh, not Max. know this was the tagline to this. Go ahead. Is it Pulse? No. Um. Uh, Bryce. Okay. Shudder. Nope. I don't know. Oh, this wait. Is I have another weird. guess. Okay. Is it Sinister? No, but you're close. <gasps> wait. I have another guess. Okay. <laughs> Is okay. it Insidious 2? No. <laughs> Is it Insidious? Yes, Bryce, it's Insidious. Yay! <laughs> I thought it was the second one because it has a lot more to do with the storyline of, of the picture. So. Yes, and I agree with you, and I think this is a stupid tagline for this movie because you see, like, a picture twice in it, and, like, it doesn't really... Like, some of the... like. But it's funny because the Babadox one is you can't get rid of the Babadox. So I can't give you guys that one. <laughs> you should have included that one. <laughs> that would be hilarious. All right. Okay, do you want to so do, do one more? Let's do one more for a tiebreaker. We'll do yeah. one more for a tiebreaker. Okay. Just because you're invited doesn't mean you're welcome. Max. Okay. The invitation. No, but that's a good guess. Uh, because you're invited doesn't mean you're welcome. And I've been doing, like, I started in the 70s, and now I'm, like, all the way up to recent. Max. The menu. No, but good guess again. Um, gosh, I'm at a blank. No guesses, Bryce? The witch. Nope. I don't know. Get out. Get out. Oh, okay. All See, right. these mm-hmm. these are hard. Yeah, that's bizarre. It's really fucking weird. Like the I did not know. Also, I'm using a website called liveabout.com, so they could be wrong. I don't know. Um, but yeah, yeah I, I was mean, very shocked it, with these. Yeah, we should go back through the list and like come up with what we think the tagline should have been. Yes. You know, like, get out would have been white people be tripping. You yeah, know? <laughs> that would be a good one. 
anyway. for black phone uh, black phone for black christmas it should have been like the call is coming from inside the house or something right but yeah. that would give away the plot but um, well we yeah. tied bryce good that job was a beautiful way to end it's it. a draw yeah <laughs> you both are winners to me in my heart or losers <laughs> or Either losers way. whatever you want to be um <laughs> But yeah, um, so this is the VHS episode. We are very divided on this one, but I do like being divided because it's fun to argue. Um, So I just want to say thank you to everyone who listens. Um, Thank you to the new patrons again. We really appreciate it. And head on over to patreon.com slash horror movie talk if you want all that bonus content. We love having you. Um, We want more of you. We want all of you. Um, don't forget to share with whoever you want to share this podcast with. Um, we love you all. We appreciate you for listening. Um, and don't forget to call because we'd love to hear your voices. 682-253-4468. Thank you. Bye. 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 Good day, sir. Good day, sir. Wow, that didn't sound good.